Thank you for joining me in my hen house. Nicole's Hen House is an audio space dedicated to the stories of women in the roles of business, healthcare, entertainment, and politics. I'm a millennial mama on a mission to tell the stories of women's influence in our culture. As always, cheering for you. Hi, listeners. Uh, Today we're talking about a not-so-fun subject, a misunderstood subject. We are talking about boundaries. And, um, you know, this is... It... Uh, It is kind of repetitive, but I do mean what I say, and I hope that this resonates, and I hope this can sink in and give you guys a better understanding of boundaries and how they work. So we're just going to jump right in, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Party people, party people. Okay, so in the last episode, we talked about forgiveness and how boundaries are not an example or are not um, a reference to unforgiveness. So I want to talk about boundaries today because they seem to be very misunderstood. And I want to empower you to make Christ-minded decisions. Um, To be like Christ is to be like the Beloved. Um, the Bible says that God, um, or that God audibly spoke to Jesus on a number of occasions and said, this is my beloved son with whom I'm well pleased. And that is the same way the Lord feels about us. Um, so I'm not going to hash out a ton of verses. I am going to make biblical references. And then I expect you guys to take these biblical references and go do your own research. Um, a good teacher inspires you to think, not what to think. So I'm going to talk to you guys about boundaries. Um, and again, as in all of my episodes, you do not have to agree with me. It's okay for you to not agree with me. What's not okay is for us to argue about it. And I'm not going to argue with you about this. Um, this is after my study. This is after my years of therapy. So, um, if this doesn't Java resonate with you, that's a okay. We will find somebody who does. Um, so let's talk about boundaries. Um, and then we'll talk about the resistance to boundaries. And then we're going to identify some biblical mandates for them and how they coexist with light. <clears throat> okay. So the definition of a boundary, according to Webster, is a line that marks the limit of an area, a dividing line, a limit of a subject or sphere of activity. So often boundaries are interpreted as as rejection, but they are simply guidelines or marks where two objects can can coexist without harming one another. Um, The best example uh, I have of this is displayed in nature. Uh, So rose bushes. Um, have you ever tried to trim a rose bush of any variety? That hurts when you don't wear gloves. Um, rose bushes have thorns. Why do rose bushes have thorns? To protect their stems and petals of the plant. 
When you try to remove those stems, it can hurt. Does the existence of a rose bush mean that other plants can't exist in the same garden? Do the thorns mean that another plant can't exist next to it? No. Um, do those thorns mean you can't enjoy the petals? No. It just means you have to display a different kind of care to enjoy it. Another perfect example of boundaries and how two things can coexist at the same line is found in the story of creation. When we look at the story of creation, it is clearly identified that God separated light from darkness, the water from the land, birds to the air, and things that crawl to the land. The, can the earth coexist? Yes. <laughs> everything in creation can coexist. Um, everything in creation can do the same thing at the same time. But it cannot do it the same way because it wasn't created to be that way. We have to have clear, distinct boundaries so we can operate in harmony with nature, not be consumed or taken over by it. <clears throat> Personal boundaries are the same way. Um, just like light and dark are separated, but they coexist. Personal boundaries are the same way. Boundaries are not you rejecting someone else. Boundaries is a, a group of guidelines of you taking authority over your own self and your own portion, whether that be time, money, family, friends, ideas, behaviors, um, and establishing how you operate and interact with those things. So that's not an exclusive list of what boundaries are and what they should apply to, but you got, you get the gist. Um, boundaries are not the absence of forgiveness, but rather how to operate in the midst of forgiveness. Um, if we look at the life of Jesus, we can clearly identify where he used boundaries. Let me get some water. Um, <clears throat> after Jesus' 40-day fast in the wilderness, it says, he departed and was attended by angels. He wasn't camped out ministering. Um, and then when he ministered, he would leave one place and go to another. When he was with disciples, he, he shared certain things with certain disciples. Not everybody was at the same place at the same time. Jesus did not stay at the same place teaching the same thing. Um, and after he, he did a 40-day fast, he didn't talk to anybody. He was attended by angels separately from them. But here's the deal. People really, 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 really don't like boundaries. Um, they like to be in your space and in your business. And they like it when you do what they do because that means that you're part of their pack. And then when you start to do things differently than them, than them, they isolate you because they want to protect their identity of their journey and they want to protect their pack. And then when you do things that don't look like them, it causes them to panic and they want to, they'll end up using words or terms to shame you into coming into their pack and protecting their identity. This is not a conscious thing. It's very unconscious, but this happens all the time. And it is, you have to be self-aware to recognize when it's happening. And so, um, you'll hear the coercive phrase, um, 
and this is this applies to forgiveness too well you just need to forgive and forget or you just need to forgive them and move on and then if you had forgiven them you could come do this well if you'd forgiven them or you had forgiven them enough you would be okay with them um no (laughs) forgiveness is not justification of bad behavior and establishing boundaries doesn't mean you haven't forgiven someone establishing boundaries is how you establish the way your shalom or the way your peace is going to interact with another do you get what i'm saying like jesus departed from the crowd he would leave the crowd he would he would elect who and how his peace was demonstrated and if he, if what he, if we believe Jesus is who he says he is, um, he is the son of God. He did not do anything outside of the will of his father. And if we are loved like Jesus is, if we are beloved, um, then we can operate as Jesus did, which is in line with the will of the father. And being in line with the will of the father means we get to protect our peace like Jesus did. Jesus said, no. Nope. I'm not going to camp out here all the time or no, I'm like, I don't have to stay in this space the whole time or, Hey, you're causing a ruckus. Here's how you handle that. He established boundaries and he put it and he established his authority by protecting his peace. Hi, babe chicks. If you are enjoying this content or want more in-depth content, please go visit the website, nicoleshenhouse.com. After the show, I would be so appreciative if you left a review on any of the listening platforms. Thanks for listening. Um, Here's the deal. What is a boundary for someone else? doesn't have to be a boundary for you. I have like examples. I have really strong boundaries of what a gospel community looks like. I have really strong boundaries for how I spend my time on weekends and my weeknights. I have really strong boundaries with who I expose to my kids to and how we spend time with them. And those boundaries are just that. It's not rejection. It's not me walking in sin. It's not me being hurt. It's not um, me operating from a place of I'm not doing what you're doing, so I must be wrong. No, it's just a place of me operating from a place of peace. And that is, it's a hard concept to understand. Um, Guys, you can walk gracefully in your boundaries. When you establish your boundaries, what you're saying is, I'm coming into alignment with shalom. I'm coming into alignment with peace. Um... You do not have to stay in harm. You do not have to stay in a stronghold just because someone else does. If someone else is doing something, that is not a good enough reason for you to do it. (laughs) Anything that you do that costs you your peace is too expensive. And Jesus did not surrender his peace. He surrendered his will. um, But he did not give up peace. He stayed in line with the Father. Um, boundaries, I want to make this very clear. Boundaries are not rejection. 
when you exercise a boundary, you aren't rejecting another person or a human being. You are protecting your peace, which is your part of heaven. You are protecting, um, when you're protecting your peace and your peace of heaven, you're saying, hey, I need to honor the God that's inside of me. If your conviction is different, then you participate according to your, your conviction. Um, this shows up most often in gospel communities, like when you leave congregations or you don't participate in a small group or your convictions aren't their convictions. The assumption is that someone doesn't participate, um, if they're not participating, somehow they're broken or unforgiving or unwilling to learn or unwilling to be submissive or unreally unwilling to listen to the spirit of the Lord. But actually what they're doing is saying, hey, I'm honoring the God inside of myself. And um, this is the part of heaven that Yahweh has given to me. And we need to respect that. Um, your calling is not my calling. Your boundaries won't be my boundaries. It's my job to recognize and honor the shalom in you. That's all boundaries are. It's saying, hey, this is my shalom. I'm going to protect this. As you learn to protect your boundaries, you will learn to honor and protect the boundaries of others. Um, as you learn to display honor to someone else's boundaries, you will reflect maturity and it is your ability to recognize the part of God they reflect in the earth. God is peace. and When we operate from a place of peace, we're actually reflecting the gospel. When we protect our peace, we're, we're reflecting the peace of God in us thus demonstrating honor. Boundaries are another way to move into sanctification and honor. If our goal is to be like Jesus, to be yoked to the beloved identity of children of God, we share in the, and we share in that gospel message, which is to be at peace, um, we can implement boundaries. Jesus implemented boundaries and boundaries exist because our creator God put them there. And we can reign our own lives in accordance with this heavenly mandate. Um, people like to make boundaries complicated and long. And really, it doesn't have to be long. Um, if we believe Jesus is the son of God and that he surrendered his life to cover our sin and to allow us to walk into forgiveness and in unity with heaven, we can honor boundaries. We can establish them for our own selves, for our own family. Um, we can, and we can honor others. Boundaries are so misunderstood. Um, I've been reading about boundaries since sixth grade when my parents got divorced. Like I ended up with self-help books being shoved down my throat. <laughs> so one parent would hand me one self-help book. Another parent would hand me another one. So I've been reading about boundaries and self-help since I was in sixth grade. So I understand what these boundaries are. I understand what boundaries are not. And I understand how they are misinterpreted. So I really, like, you guys, I so want you to have a grip on this. Because it is misconstrued in congregation circles that when you don't do what we are doing then you are you've fallen away or some garbage like that and it's not true 
you establishing your boundary is just you coming to a place of peace. It's you coming to a place where you can honor the God inside of yourself. And we believe that as believers. We believe that we are made in the image of God and our peace is part of that. So I don't, I haven't done this yet on a podcast, but I'm going to, I am going to pray for you guys. So, uh, Lord, thank you for my friends. Thank you for these listeners who want to gain understanding for this biblical mandate, who have been hurt by the misinterpretation of boundaries. Lord, I ask that you would give them clear understanding of what their boundaries are how they are supposed to exist, and how they are supposed to demonstrate you to the earth. Jesus, thank you so much for being the Prince of Peace. This is your name, the Prince of Peace. Jesus, you are so good to become like us, to sit on earth as an example of what it looks like to be fully man and fully God, and how to stay in line with heaven. Jesus, you are so good to us. Thank you for your surrender. Thank you for making our lives possible. Jesus, we love you. We love you so much. Thank you for divine wisdom, insight, and peace. We bless your name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Nicole's Hen House. It is a great value to me to have your ears tuned to the variety of guests on our show. If you found this content insightful, I would greatly appreciate a review on any listening platform. To contact Nicole's Hen House, visit the site, nicoleshenhouse.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Nicole's Hen House. As always, cheering for you, 